You lived it, we play it still 93.3 KIOA, Luke and Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning. Jeremy, when was the last time you dropped your phone in the water? Or in, in, in any water? In the water? Like water in the general. water. Never. I've never dropped my phone in the water. You have never? Knock on wood. Knock on all of the things. Well, I'm knocking on things. Here, here's the thing. I don't feel like you need to knock on anything anymore. Why? Especially because you've got a newer-ish iPhone. Okay. Uh, the people at Apple are actually saying, because you know, a lot of times when people drop their phone in water, one of the things, the first things they do or somebody tells you to do- Put it in rice. Put it in rice. Oh, I've done that to my mother many times. <laughs> Apple says they don't want you to do that anymore. Really? Yeah, because they say that phones now, and they're speaking, of course, specifically about iPhones because that's their biz, they're more sophisticated than they used to be and that they can actually handle certain levels of water. Oh. In fact, a lot of the iPhones are roughly as uh, roughly as water resistant as your like garden variety watch. Maybe not as like for as deep in the water. Okay, but they can still like I could take my watch or my phone rather, excuse me, and I can go to the kitchen, throw it in a sink full of water, take it out, and it'll be fine. Oh, interesting. So yeah, they're saying that you should actually just dry your phone with a cloth and then kind of. Tap the phone gently to drink. <laughs> burp which, it. Yeah, burp your phone. Burp your phone like a baby. To burp the water from the ports. Huh? Leave it in, in like a dry area, maybe with some air on it, like a fan or something. Oh, fan. And then it'll be fine. Well, I'm glad that I worked out that Christmas gift for my mom a few years ago when she kept dropping her phone in water. There was one year she dropped it probably five times. In Toilet, puddles. Kitchen sink multiple times. So my brother and I for Christmas went out and bought 40 pounds of rice (laughs) and we made her little drying stations out of Tupperware and we made directions and that way she could have them stored all over the house at different places where she would drop her phone in the water. (laughs) <laughs> so there was a drying station in the bathroom, a drying station in the kitchen. She kept one in her car just in case because once she walked, <laughs> she opened the car door and, of course, it fell in the puddle on the ground. So she needed a drying station in her car as well. That's outstanding. It's the best Christmas gift ever. And rice, not that expensive. Yeah, and Apple is saying they don't want you to put it in rice, especially because it could allow small particles of rice to get into the ports and damage your phone. Because you could actually be doing more harm than good for your mom's phone. If you've dropped your phone in the toilet, the worst <laughs> thing you can do is shove it in a bowl full of rice. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Well, the future apparently is those virtual reality headsets. And if you've been... Paying attention to pop culture these days, the Apple has this new Vision Pro headset. It's supposed to be the next big thing in spatial computing, as they say. Ooh. Essentially, it like, puts your icons and everything like right in front of you. You can just walk around and live like you're in your computer. Great. So I, of course... Being the Apple fanboy that I am, very yes. curious about this. I know first and foremost, there's no way I'm getting one of these things because it's $3,500. Yeah, no. Why would you want that? I mean, I would want it, but I can't get it because it's not. It's just too expensive. That's not the only reason, but I want to no. hear this story first because I have a feeling I know where this is going. Okay, so 
I have been dying to try this out. Yes. And I found out that you can go to the Apple's Apple website and you can schedule a 30-minute demo with this little Vision Pro headset. So they, I thought, do they send you one? No, you go to the store and oh. they you have like an employee like helps you out to fit it on you. Got it. Okay. They, yeah, you they, have to go to the Apple store to do this. Yes. Perfect. They walk you through the basics of it all and they show you kind of the cool features, really trying to hard sell you on it. Yeah, of course. And of course I was like, well it's all about the hard sell. Sign me up. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a chance to play for it for free. And Here, go to your favorite place, the mall. I do love the mall. You do. And I have to say, the Vision Pro is cool. It's really cool. Is it clear? Do you like yeah. see through it? Yeah. Yeah. It has like all these little cameras all around the goggles or whatever. And the cameras are both looking at your eyes and they're also looking out at everything around you. Uh-huh. So you're seeing sort of a, you're, I mean, you're not looking through the goggles like the, the glass. You're actually seeing the camera of everything that's around you. And then they place the icons and stuff on top of everything that you're doing. This is so not necessary. <laughs> so not necessary. See, we say this now, and then in like 10, 15 years, we're all going to have these. No, because I'll still be the old woman sitting on my porch going, why? You all look stupid. <laughs> Go look at the real sun. Touch grass. <laughs> you can touch grass. You'll just see you just it. can't see it. You'll see it through the camera. Because that's necessary. Here's the problem, though. For I understand I'll never get one of these, at least this version of it, because it's so expensive. Another thing is that I am one of those people that cannot wear these devices for a long period of time before I get a splitting headache. Mm. This happened to me because uh, it was like, I don't know, about a year ago or so, I bought the like Facebook version of this. The, the VR Yeah, the, the meta whatever. I had it at home. I played with it for a while. Now, mind you, the first thing I did was I went to one of those three-dimensional YouTube videos that they have where you look like you're riding a ride at Disney. No. And so you can look all around and you see all the aspects of what you're looking at, whatever. It gave me headaches right away, and I was motion sick. Yeah. Now, this is before I realized that I can start taking motion sickness pills before I do this stuff. But yeah. I don't want to have to do that every single time I th- put this thing on. But here, here's the thing. With the Apple ones, you're essentially wearing glasses. You're Kinda. essentially wearing giant glasses, yeah. right? I have enough weird floater things in my eyes anyway because <laughs> my vision is so bad. I don't need those floaters to also be able to answer my phone. <laughs> there, I'm already distracted enough just trying to figure out what that weird squiggly line is that's going across my vision. Why do I need it to, like, start a FaceTime with my mom? I don't. I don't need it. It's not necessary. I'm just picturing you, like, with one of the things on, and you're talking to somebody. You, go, you see that? You see that? That you see would the, be me nonstop. Is that, is that a ghost? Is that a ghost? Will you see that? My and what about if you wear glasses? Yeah, they have a an extension so that you can fit prescription glasses underneath. So then you're walking around wearing two pairs of glasses, essentially. <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> 
This is for people who have too much money and too much time on their hands. Well, one out of two ain't bad. It's not (laughs) necessary. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Got a plane to catch with the family to head to Disney in a few weeks. Mm -hmm. And already starting to think about the little things when it comes to the trip. Mm. Including the plane ride itself. And therein finds... A difference between opinions between Jeremy and myself. And it all comes down to whether or not you can recline your airplane seat. No, 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 no. It's not could, it's should. Okay. Obviously you can, the button is there. But should you do it? I say yes. No. It, that, it, that's nope. what it's there for. Nope, nope. No, 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 no. You're just saying this because you're tall and you yeah. find airplanes uncomfortable. Yeah. My entire life it has been like that. If you are over five foot ten, you're not comfortable on an airplane. And they just keep making the seats smaller. Are you saying it's over five foot ten because that's how tall I am? Yeah. And you think I'm comfortable on airplanes? Yeah. You're I mean you're comfortable enough to recline. I recline because it's an option available to me. But it's not a, it's rude. You shouldn't do it. It's not rude. Yeah, it is. You're taking up somebody else's space. You're taking up, it's like two inches. Doesn't matter. And half the time, I barely even notice when the person in front of me is reclining. All of a sudden, well, at the end. Well, good for you. Must be nice to be 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> Aaron and I took a flight. We went to England a few years ago. Uh-huh. It was the longest, most uncomfortable flight of our lives because we are the type of people that the second we sit down, our knees are on the seat. Yes. You can barely get the tray table down because our knees are literally shoved up against it. So you are going to tell me the fact that we already can't move. You're going to come back two more inches. The whole seat itself doesn't like yes, slide does. back. It's, it's like it's the top the of it that leans th- back. No, it doesn't matter. The whole thing moves back, and it is the most uncomfortable situation ever. Aaron actually almost got into a fist fight with a guy because he kept putting his seat back even further and further. And when it wouldn't go any further, he would like push it. He would the man would push the seat back. Because he didn't think his seat was going back far enough. So, of course, Aaron, being the passive-aggressive one that he is, was tapping on the little screen, playing some sort of game that he knew was going to be really annoying to that dude. (laughs) The guy stood up and turned around and looked at him. And then Aaron stood up. And let's just say their faces met. And then Aaron just kind of kept going up further and further and further. And the guy just kind of went, oh, I'm sorry. And sat down. (laughs) Not because he was scared of the dude, because he realized Aaron was 6'6", sitting behind him, and he was shoving him into his seat even more. Well, you must have been on a plane that reclined even further than normal, because like I said, I barely notice. Because you're 5'10". You don't understand. You don't understand what it's like. You don't get it. Being in a seat and having someone recline on you is the most rude thing that you can do and maybe it's because i because i feel like planes that fly intercontinental are just different in general they probably have different options doesn't even matter the flight from kansas city to new york was terrible as well you can't it, it, it they're all bad the reclining of a seat should not be an option i feel like a it should but b I don't do it just because I don't get any extra relief from it. Well, good for you. Because they don't recline far enough. Yeah. 
But I don't want it to recline too far because I don't want to inconvenience the person behind me. Oh, so you do admit that it's an inconvenience to the person behind you. If you were going back like 10 inches, yeah, but it goes back like two. It's it's still too much. If you want to recline, I would say the best thing to do is to ask the person behind you. Because also if you have somebody like, say, on a laptop, they have their, their tray table done on the laptop, that seat comes back, your laptop is already going to start closing. Mm-hmm. Even though it's only two inches, it's more than two inches. It is annoying and it is uncomfortable and it makes the flight even worse. People are already on edge getting onto a plane. The second you start taking up what little space they have left, nope. You're on edge talking about a plane. Nope. <laughs> We've come to the point in the chronology to procure the storehouse of words and break down the lyrical content. Can someone please give this to me in English? It's time to break out the thesaurus and figure out the lyrics. It's Thesaurus Karaoke with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Play along with us as we try to guess the songs based off of the thesaurical words. Is that a word? I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I'm campaigning to make it a word. Okay. We'll get on that. All right. Jeremy's up first. All right. Let me, get my, let me get myself ready so I can type these words. Yep. You're going to need a lot of typing. Here we go. Due to the fact that all of us are existing within a commodities microcosm, macrocosm, sorry, uh, and they call me a where's bird. You yourself am aware the that all of us exist in a vendable's cosmos. And I, for one, am a lass of staples. First two lines again. I think I might have it. Due to the fact that all of us are existing within a commodities macrocosm, and they call me a where's bird. Call me a words. Uh, I believe that is uh, Material Girl by Madonna. Due to the fact that we are existing within a cosmodities macrocosm, and they call me a words bird. You yourself am aware of all the existence in the cosmos, and I, for one, am a lass of staples. <laughs> <laughs> I try to use these big words to confuse you, but then I forget I have to sing them back. <laughs> And it never works. I end up screwing myself. <laughs> Every time. Every time. <gasps> All right. That's a good one, though. Commodities macrocosm. Commodities macrocosm. I want to start calling myself a where's bird, actually. A where's That's bird? That's fun. Yeah. I'm just a where's bird in a commodities <laughs> macrocosm. <laughs> That should be your like your bio on Facebook. Heck yeah. <laughs> Put that on your business card. Woo! I don't That's think there's funny. enough room. That's a lot of letters. <laughs> All right, you ready for mine? I guess. All right, here we go. Thus I approach you with receptive embrace. Oh god. Devoid of concealment. Place credence in my declarations. You just smashed a bunch of words together. <laughs> Thus I approach you. With receptive embrace. Oh, I put acceptance. Ooh, receptive. Receptive embrace. Receptive embrace. Devoid of concealment. Place credence in my declarations. The Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Which is not a song. Although Animaniacs really should have turned it into a song. Yeah. Thus I approach you with receptive and open arms. Gonna go with open arms. Going with open arms. That's all I got. All right. That's all I got. Let's see if you're right. The sire. Yeah. Oh, you. 
with receptive embrace, devoid of concealment, place credence in my declarations. Hey. Wow. Wow. Had to harness my inner Steve Perry for that one. Oh. You know, it's funny. You were saying how you realize you have to go back and sing those songs with, yep. the, with the lyrics. You picked something with some high notes I always, there, buddy. I always pick the ones where I have to belt. Like, yeah. what is what is wrong with me? Why can't I pick, like, some 80s or 90s rap songs <laughs> where next, I can just talk we'll, the lyrics? We'll switch next time, okay? okay. <laughs> I'm going to need you to use more letters, and I'm going to use higher notes, I guess. Fantastic. That's going to be terrible for everybody. <laughs> Sorry. That's how we thesaurus karaoke. Hey, it's, we did it. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Woo-hoo! Props did, to did us. Did we get dings? Did we get we did dings? Get dings. Okay. We got dings. I'll, I'll give us a... I was concerned. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Always make sure you get your deserved dings. I was trying to figure out how to sing commodities macrocosm. <laughs> it's Luke and Jeremy on KIOA. It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. So Jeremy has been bringing up lately that... <clears throat> you're bougie. That I'm getting ready to go with the family to Disney World again this year. Again. The key word in that sentence. Again. Yes. Now, I am again. well aware that... We are very fortunate to be able to go down to Disney in Florida and enjoy a nice family vacation. Yeah. How long are you staying? Staying a week. A week. Which is a usual length of time. Disney World. World. Not land. Disney World. But I mentioned this to somebody else and they were like, must be nice to be rich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And I immediately corrected them because I am not rich. We are as middle class as they come. Must be nice to be middle class. <laughs> wow. You got a house. You go to Disney World once a year. You got a nice car. I understand that we could go elsewhere yeah, and it probably nice. wouldn't nice. draw as much attention must and probably wouldn't be nearly as expensive. Yeah, but you wouldn't boast about it as much either. You like to remind people that you're I going to Disney World. I do not. Yes, you do. Just I, because you love Disney World so much. You're the one who's been bringing it up, not me. You walking in here with your Mickey hats and oh, all your things. We all know. We can tell it's getting closer because you're wearing more and more Disney apparel. Oh, will you stop? <laughs> you are making things we up. We can tell. You're but a little I, happier every day as you get just a little closer to that trip. I think it's just because I'm getting closer and closer to you going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo! Joplin, Missouri. Let's go vacation. But look, I'm not rich, but it does seem like it's a rich thing to do mm-hmm. to go to Disney World often. Yes. So if there was a rich thing that I do, even though I'm not rich, <laughs> it would be go to Disney World. I like that you have to preface it, even though I'm not. I'm not, not rich. I'm not rich. I am not, not rich. We have debts and and bills to pay. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. I mean, we're not like we're not Scrooge terribly. <laughs> yes, we're not Scrooge McDuck. You're not rolling around in coins. <laughs> why did it have to be another Disney reference? Why do you trap me with those? Because that's the only way I know how to talk your language. Okay, it really is. It really is. Do you do anything that someone would be like? Ooh, it must be nice to be rich. I mean, <sighs> maybe the fact that I buy. Good dog food? I don't know. I spend a lot of money on dog food. Must be nice to have a pet. Be able to afford <laughs> to having have a, a pet. pet. I have a pet. Yeah, I pay a lot of money each month and 
healthcare costs for him and food <laughs> and I was just going through my my statement the other day. I was like, why is this hundred dollar charge here every month? Oh, it's my pet insurance. Oof. I pay, I spend more money on my pet than I think I do anybody else. <laughs> That's probably part of it. 515-244-4933. We want to know what the rich thing is that you do, even though you're maybe not necessarily rich. Yeah, I know. But it's like the thing that you do that people are like, oh, it must be nice to have money. Even though you rent. like maybe save for something. <laughs> I save all of the pennies that Luke throws away. <laughs> So that I can pay my rent. Just Jeremy following me, hoping for loose change to fall out of my pockets. <laughs> it happens more than you think. Five one five two four four. That's Scrooge McDuck again. Four ninety three three. Gold coins just fall out of your pockets. <laughs> That's not what happens. <laughs> what is the rich thing that you do, even mm. though you're not rich? Mm. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. It's about that time of year where the family and I go down to Disney World, and of course the ribbing mm. has already started about mm. how I'm rich. Yep, Disney World every year? Oof. For a week? Must be nice, man. I'm not rich. Must be nice. But some of us do rich things, even though we're not rich, and we wanted to know what yours was. 515-244-4933. We'll start with Chelsea. Um, the rich thing that I do, even though I'm not rich, is my daughter's a competition dancer. Oh, that's expensive. Yeah. So when you're spending six to $700 a pop for each competition, it adds up. And how often do you travel each year for those? Well, this year we're traveling for four competitions. So add in hotel stay on top of it, plus costumes that range from anywhere from $150 to $200. So, yeah. I did those dance competitions when I was, like, a teenager, and, yeah, they are a lot. Yeah, it's not cheap, but it makes her happy, so that's all that matters. Yeah, those dance competitions, man, they are expensive. Yes, they are. Thanks for the call, Chelsea. Let's go up to Ames and talk to Josh. What's up, Josh? Hey, so I'm right there with you, man. We've been doing the Disney thing every year for the past six years, and I know everything you're saying. I got to say, like, even when I do, like, plan the trips, like, I try to plan the trips as much on the cheap as I can. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's like a oh, goal yeah. for me to make it as cheap as possible. Oh, yeah. And I know all about the discounts. I tell you what has helped us, though. We alternate between the theme parks and cruising. Because sometimes cruising's a little bit cheaper. Ooh. You should do a cruise. Oh, boy. That's going to really help this argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, try try the Disney cruises. I'm telling you, they're a little bit cheaper, and you get the exact same, if not better, treatment than the theme parks sometimes. My wife has always said she's not a super big fan of cruises, but I might be able to finally break her down if it's a Disney cruise. Uh, thank you for calling in today, Josh. Joyce on the south side wants to weigh in the rich thing that you buy, even though you're not rich. I don't know if you consider it rich or not, but I have an addiction to Skechers shoes. Oh. So just about every couple months, I will buy a nice pair of shoes because I just, I love them. Every couple months? <laughs> Two or three, maybe. Well, because like six. Yeah, Jeremy and I were talking about shoes behind the scenes here mm-hmm. and like how sick it makes me when I have to buy new shoes because yeah. they're so expensive. But man, I could, yep. I, like once a year, maybe for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got secrets. You know, Kohl's has their coupons, and then, of course, there's eBay. There you go. So, oh. I do save money on them. She's going black market sketchers. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. 
Watch out you don't end up buying, like, skeechers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for the call today, Joyce. Uh, on Facebook, our friend Allie says, sometimes I shop at the bougie Walmart at Jordan Creek. Oh, yeah, that one is bougie. Uh, Bill gets his beard dyed and his wife gets her nails done every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elaine says, I am a single mom and we get to do vacations. I make payment plans and pay it a year, or pay on it a year to make it happen. We've been on two cruises, and we've been to both Disneyland and Disney World. Nice. See, if you, if you budget the right way, you can actually make these things happen. You just have to be disciplined about it. That's all. I am not disciplined <laughs> about anything in my entire life. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, you were just saying something off air that reminded me mm-hmm. that I unlocked a new... How do I put this? Uh-oh. A new thing that I am concerned about that I shouldn't be concerned about. Well, let me break out the mile-long scroll and we'll add this to the top of that list. Yesterday, as I was walking around the building, for some reason I looked down and I and was looking at my feet. And then I caught a glimpse of myself in like the windows of other people's offices. Uh-huh. And I was like, is that really how I walk? Okay. And now I'm in my own head about how I walk weird. What? How? I mean. Again, not something I should even be worried about. No, it's another one of your things now. I haven't thought about how weird I walk. What was weird about it? I don't know. It just, it it looked like I was like weirdly bouncing. Okay. And I don't, again, I don't know why. But then no sooner did I like have this in the back of my head. That you have this list. There is a list of 13 small habits that actually reveal a lot about your personality. And the first one is the way you walk. See, that's, I can't, <laughs> now I'm going to be thinking about it all the time. Well, it's more so like your, your personality. So it says a lot about like you just as a person. Uh, someone can measure your stride or how you hold your head. If that conveys that you are confident. Um, or if you keep your head down and low, sometimes you might be considered socially inept. Um, but the whole way you walk is you want to stand up tall and you want to like have a presence about you. It has nothing to do with if you're bouncing or not. It's more about the posture in your stance. See, and I don't think I have good posture and that's why it looks like I'm bouncing. I think I shrug my shoulders and I look down. When people have you walk towards them, do they shiver in terror or do they are they excited to see you i mean that that would be what i would be more concerned about i mean i'd like to think that they're excited to see me are they turning and walking the other direction that could say something uh, what are some other things like your handshake your is handshake which we've heard that one forever your email etiquette this is the one that i probably worry about the most because yeah. i am one of those people that uses a lot of exclamation points. <laughs> I go back. I'm an editor. Like I, I will write the whole email and then I'll go back and re-edit and I'll look at punctuation to make sure I don't use too many exclamation points. I end every sentence with an exclamation point. I am very excited to send you an email. <laughs> and I don't know why. I think I, don't I would know. I think I'd rather worry about how I walk than 
how many exclamation points I'm putting in my email. I gave up on that when I broke both my legs. I, you know, <laughs> I walked the way I walked because it hurts. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. I'm pretty convinced that Jeremy is trying to ruin my Disney vacation that I have coming up. I'm just stating some facts out there for you. I didn't need to know any of these facts, although a couple I already knew. Of course you already knew them because you're a crazy person. But I feel like you're trying to cast a cloud over my fun with my family. All I did was share something that I found on the internet that I thought you might be interested in because it's Disney related. This thing that she found uh-huh. were 28 surprisingly dark facts about Disney. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, some of them start kind of innocuous enough. Right. One of them is the Beatles officially broke up on Disney property. It's true. John Lennon signed the, I don't know, the contract or whatever that dissolved the uh-huh. Beatles as a group. Uh-huh. He did it at the Polynesian Resort, by the way, in case you're wondering. Did you already know that one? I did know that. Okay, how about this one? Walt Disney World has a severe alligator infestation. Um, The number of alligators uh, caught within the premises of the resort increases every year, mainly because it is located at the center of waterways and canals commonly inhabited by alligators. You could be attacked by an alligator. I did know that alligators are or can be an issue because anywhere you are on property... Uh Uh-huh. They do have signs telling you to stay out of the water or stay away from the water because there could be alligators. I'm just trying to protect you. I don't want you to get eaten by an alligator at Disney World. Uh, this one is where she's trying to ruin my wanting to work there someday. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Disney used to issue company underwear. No, they still do. No, They this still is, do. Are you sure? They still do. Apparently, they issue underwear that they have to wear to their employees, Mm -hmm. but the employees were complaining because they were often smelly, stained, as well as had lice and scabies in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, the issue was they didn't like the laundering process of the company-issued underwear. So in 2001, that is when Disney finally allowed employees to take home the underwear and wash it themselves. So you have to wear company-issued underwear if you work at Disney World. I mean, and hope one, that you don't get scabies. It's one less thing I got to buy, I suppose. You would wear company-issued underwear? I mean, it's Disney underwear. It's giving people scabies. <laughs> uh, Disney apparently is responsible for the thought that we all think that lemmings commit mass suicide. Mm-hmm. 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 They and, and what actually happened was because they put out a documentary years and years ago. Yeah. And in this documentary, you see a bunch of lemmings going off the cliff. That's why it gives you the uh, thought that lemmings all follow and right. do what each other does. Right. Uh, the filmmakers actually threw the rodents off the cliff <laughs> themselves. That's terrible. That is awful. That is terrible. Okay, how about this? You go ride that Pirates of the Caribbean ride, you're going to see real human bones. Okay, that's not true. It, it was. It was true. They said they looked better than plastic props, so they used real human bones for a while. Eventually, they did pull them and replace them with plastic ones. Yeah. But for a long time, there were actual human remains in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. That is scary and they, sketchy, and why would you do that? They bought them from like a medical center, okay? It's not like they killed people. 
I'm still, I don't want I don't want to go through there. And then there's all these stories about like fatalities at Disney on rides, both from park guests and people who work there. Look, a kid got a brain eating amoeba at a water park. Look, we don't go to the water parks. Those places are gross. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not going to ruin this mm. for me. Mm. You're not going to steal my fun or my thunder. And you need to just deal with it. You can send me all the scary things about Disney that you want. Is is not gonna not gonna change my mind. They're the happiest place on earth, Jeremy. They're the second largest purchaser of explosives in the United States, next to the government. Yeah, they have a fireworks show every night. <laughs> Duh. You could be exploded. <laughs> Only if I drive my Ford exploder. (laughs) Exactly. 